Savage Mind Podcast listeners, followers, subscribers, friends, enemies, whatever, we welcome you all. If you are here to savage the fuck up your life, if you are barely getting started, if you're at the intermediate phase, if you are at the advanced phase, if you want to hold yourself accountable as well as the ones around you, if you believe in not sugarcoating things, if you believe in fucking discipline equals freedom, if you believe in sacrifice, if you believe in not being a whine and cry, whiny crying bitch, if you believe in not being a snowflake, no enabling, and Evolving yourself to the point to where people don't even understand you and a list of other shit, then you're in the right place. If you're here to listen to what you want to hear, if you think you're going to get soft, fluffy, if you're worried about getting your feelings hurt, if you're worrying about getting offended, if you tend to get the facts fucking mixed up with your opinion, the truth, and what you want it to be, because remember, the facts don't give a fuck about your feelings. If you like to fit things To fit your narrative of your truth? Any of those things. If you are highly sensitive, easily offended, if you are used to people coming to your rescue, defending you, even when you're fucking wrong, you're in the wrong podcast. But I recommend you listen anyway. (laughs) Hey, fuck man, I feel good. It's been a beautiful fucking weekend in Texas. Uh, got some fucking work done. Uh, got some uh, uh, struggled through, but got a great workout in. To me, that's a that's a good couple of days. I got shit done on the list I need to do. Not just busy shit. Shit that we make ourselves busy to do when we really didn't accomplish a lot of shit, except a bunch of scrolling, sitting on our ass, not doing the fucking thing. We look and feel how we do is a reflection of the action we take in our life. That's a fucking truth. Uh, but it's beautiful here. And you know what it is, folks? It's Mother's Day weekend. And I want to talk about that. Shit, uh, man, when it comes to mothers and women in this life, man, we could go on and on and on. Because I have so much to say on this again, like every fucking podcast. Some, some podcasts I don't, man. But most of them I do because there's so many different directions. Again, uh... Don't get your opinion and your feelings fucked up with the facts. Uh, some people call talking shit telling the truth and facts. <laughs> and uh, they want it to change. They want it to be a different. They want it to be a different outcome, and it's not, man. 
And uh, we live in a very sensitive world. And this this is we need more of this shit. And that's not what this is about. The people that I'm putting on my team and we network together or they're not necessarily on my team. We're on the team together is about this kind of shit. It's about discipline. It's about sacrifice. It's about accountability. It's about holding everyone to the same standard as you do yourself. And if it doesn't, no matter who they are, it doesn't mean you don't love them. doesn't mean you don't care about them. Let them filter themselves out. Because they will put you behind in this life. Uh, I think the most important human beings on the planet are probably women and uh, mothers. No doubt. And uh, so much to say on this, man. I did a podcast last year on this, my first one. Uh, Let me see. It's 2021. So 1920. This will be my third Mother's Day without my mom. It happens to be Mother's Day, and my mother's birthday happens to be in a few days. It's like a double whammy, huh? Uh, She died in September of 2018, so yeah, she's not been dead quite three years, but uh, third Mother's Day without her nonetheless. On a positive note, my daughter, it's her first year uh, celebrating Mother's Day, and I'm, I'm very proud of the mother she is. I never doubted what mother she would be. My stepdaughter, um, <clears throat> I couldn't ask for a better mother as uh, my mama Sita, and uh, man, I'm a blessed man in every other aspect of my life. When it comes to the women in my life, I am a blessed man, no doubt. Um, man, so much to say on this when it comes to Mother's Day. Um, you know, I see a lot of things floating around. You see them all the time, uh, especially around this time of year, whether it be the holidays and people miss people. And uh, I, I get it, man. Hell, it's hard on me, too. Some people think because we're savage. They think because we're disciplined. They think because of our message. Again, you're too fucking soft if you don't get us. But people that live this life and live in this world, they get us. You don't think I fucking miss my mom, man? All of you? Anybody that thinks that I fucking miss my mom every day. So I see things around floating around like I won't I, I would fall apart. I would just die. I don't know what to do without my mother. Well, I'm I'm not understanding of that. And a lot of people think people like us are jealous because we didn't have that. You know, I have to say early on in life. When I didn't understand it, I'm going to dive more into this later, especially when I get into my video podcast, because I have guests lined up that we're going to talk about these things that they can either relate to my lifestyle and the, the way I grew up in my life and or I can or, or I can't relate to them. And uh, one one thing is, is people say they'll fall apart or they wouldn't know what to do without their mother. I guess I don't understand that concept because I miss my mother dearly. Uh, do I miss, uh, you know, you know, to this day, and I, I don't know if it ever goes away. Um, is it a year from now, five years from now? Am I an old man retired and I still do it? I don't know. I still pick up the phone to call my mom. Basic shit. It may be for a recipe. It may be for, hey, you remember that time? What was that fucking person's name? Or, hey, who was that? What a- Me and my mom talked a lot about music. And uh, that was one of our common bonds. Because when I was a kid, I didn't have any siblings for 14 years almost. 
So a lot of times I was by myself while she was at work with my grandmother, my only grandmother that I ever had, the only grandparent I ever had. Again, you hear it in past podcasts. Yes, just to remind you, a lot of us didn't have a lot of people. You know, would I have rather had a father that did, would I have rather not lost my father at right before four years old? Absolutely, man. Would I have rather had met a grandfather? Sure. I don't know what that's fucking like. I am who I am for a fucking reason. It doesn't make me better. But I, I, I could have easily fell victim in this life. I could have easily used this as an excuse. Never called anybody grandfather or dad my entire life. Never had a full set of grandparents. At age four, it was me, my mom, my granny. That was fucking it. And aunts and uncles floating around. Friends. Our fucking neighborhood raised us. So it doesn't mean that they were... I don't think my mom was a bad mom. I don't think she was bad at all. And I'll dive into that later. I want to talk about that in later podcasts. We always say we don't know what happens for a reason. See, on one aspect, I see people preaching that shit. Which is everything happens for a reason, even if we don't know why. And they start with all the the typical... Uh, cliche sayings and 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 shit uh, that's passed down generation to generation. And some of it is true. Some of it we feel is true. We try to manifest what we want to be true. Uh, that uh, we, we, we go look for the things that fits our mindset and tries to make it line up. And But then by the same token, when I say I am who I am, like me and my little brother, we are who we are for a reason, then they'll, then people try to question that. Or they get offended by our savagery, by our discipline, and by how we live our life. Like to say that we do not, that like we don't show the love to our loved ones the same way you do. Why? Because we're not weak and we're not soft. Because we, we like to say we didn't love our mother. Like to not say we don't show our children love. Everybody knows the situation with my son. I'm not going to talk about it in every podcast. And you know why some of y'all shut the fuck up? Because I came out right away and talked about it on my post and on my podcast. And it neutralized you motherfuckers that thought you were going to come after me. You thought I was going to make an excuse. You thought I was going to run from it. So I fucking jumped on it before y'all even had a chance. So what the fuck are you going to say? What the fuck are y'all going to do when people call themselves out and they're not only willing to do it like this, they're willing to go to you in person. I wonder what some of you motherfuckers are going to do when y'all see us in person. What are you going to do, go get a team? Because you, most of you can't do it by yourself. That's the truth. If you are our loved one, how have we treated you? Have, myself, do I not tell you I love you? Do I not show you that? Do I not treat you with respect? My Again, going back to my children, I show both of them love, equal love. Probably did a lot more with my boy than I did my girl sometimes. He was three years older and he was the boy, no excuse. People are always looking for that, why something happened. But if y'all are my loved one on any level, I believe I show you more than that. If we're not talking anymore, or we don't hang out, or we don't stay connected, doesn't mean I don't love you. It's probably not because of anything I did to you. Let's just fucking keep it 100. People people get sucked in by their fucking family and the other people, and they get offended by shit like this. 
If you had more shit like this, your life would be more disciplined. And let me jump into that. So I think about things like people that fall apart when a parent dies. You know, I got so much to say on this, I can't cover in this podcast. I think about it. When my dad got killed when I was a little kid, I really didn't know. I really didn't understand. Uh, My mom kind of told me later, I really didn't know how to react to it. I remember we lived in a housing project close to around here. There's a lot more tougher housing projects in other places than that. But at the time, late 70s, early 80s, it was really rough. And just to keep it real, I was one of the handful of white kids. And didn't have a dad, didn't have siblings. Multiple siblings in most families. I can remember being four years old, playing out in a place called we called the Bushes. And I got cut on one of my arms, all the way up my arm. My mom, I look back later, again, a lot of this stuff was reflecting. I didn't discover till later. And I want to say that this is brutal. I'm just going to say some brutal shit about stuff. I may have to do another one on this, not call it a Mother's Day podcast. <clears throat> Kid took me out for no reason, cut me from my fucking wrist all the way up to my elbow. Had to get some stitches, shit like that. My mom, and I want to remind anyone, my mom didn't drive. I see my mom maybe drive a car one time her whole fucking life, and she lived to be 68 years old. And just a reminder, 68 years old is not old, and she quit living long before that. We'll dive into that later. At that time, I really didn't understand, and I was around my mom and grandmother, so they protected me. I love those ladies dearly. I miss them. Man, what I wouldn't give to have them here for Mother's Day. What I wouldn't give to have them here to see the life I'm living now, with the exception of the current tragedy, just because that's going on. Understand this, with what's going on in my life as a father, it's never going to go away. Y'all understand that? I'll never, this will never go away. I'll have to die with this, thinking about this shit. And it's a lot of weight to carry. But I got to be careful, no matter how hard it is, not to let this carry into the rest of my life. Because I have a lot of people that depend on me. And when I say depend on me, that doesn't mean that they count on me to take care of their every fucking need. To feed them, to clothe them. To make excuses for them. To make their life easy. I can promise you too. You can even talk to my stepdaughters. I'm their stepfather. So you can imagine the conversation I have with them. I cut them very little slack. Because I'm trying to prepare them for the world outside of that door. Not inside this fucking house. And it's going to be a brutal world. When we're gone. Especially if any of our time gets cut short. Most of y'all are preparing your children for life inside of that, that house, within that family, and that is not fucking realistic to real life. That is a fucking truth. It took with one of my kids, my daughter. It did not take with one another one of my kids. And believe me, he is paying the price and he will continue to pay the price. And we're paying the price. But that's not about this podcast. <clears throat> my mom told me, son... Your dad's gone. He's not coming back. He loved you. He did not leave you. But he's not never going to be here again. 
in so many words. Your granny's already getting older and I'm at work. And we don't have a car. If you don't fight these kids back, they're going to mess with you every day. These people don't give a fuck about you. So do you think that that made me mean? Again, I ask my loved ones, do I treat y'all mean? Because I think I don't. I hold you accountable. It doesn't matter how much I love you. I don't let you fucking bullshit me. I tell you shit nobody else tells you because I do love you. It doesn't matter what your relationship is with me. You need to question people that enable you. And and research deep down. What are you going to do when these people aren't here? Over the course of my life, I looked at the things my mom did. Maybe I didn't know it at the time. But I realized at one point, and again, this is me reflecting back as an older as an older man, not as a young man. My mom would have took up for me for anything. One of the last conversations I ever had with my mother right on the back porch. And I think I said this in the last podcast a year ago. I didn't know it would be the last time she'd ever be at my house. We had my stepdaughter's birthday party, had a pool party in the backyard, had a good time. I never would let my mom do much for me, and she wanted to. Maybe I should have let her do more. I don't know. She said, Jason, why won't you let me do more for you? I was sweating. It was one of the record temperature day, like 110 degrees, whatever the fuck it was, 107. I looked at her. I think I cooked about 40 pounds of chicken that day. I said, Mom, you asked me to be the man of the house when I was 13 years old. Let me see, that's three years ago, 2018. Uh, I was about to be 43, 42 years old. And I said, I can't just turn that off now. This is the role I know. Just like my little brother. We're brothers now for a long time. I was, I was really his father. So anytime anybody gets to question about the children I've raised, I have other examples. Because at the end of this life, I will have helped raise about six or seven kids. Doesn't mean they're all my blood. Doesn't mean I didn't help raise them either. Or maybe more. You know, when things go well and people turn out good, what we consider successful, everybody wants credit for it. But when shit goes south and people don't turn out the way that we had planned, whether we enabled them, did everything for them, You know, I know people that take credit for their kids' success that had nothing to fucking do with their raising at all. But I know a lot of people that had a lot to do with enabling, and they will not fucking look. They won't take they won't take responsibility for that. We want to take credit when they turn out good, but we don't have that same we don't have that same mindset when they don't turn out that way. Why is that? Nobody wants to take responsibility then. I know my responsibility and my part in everything. So looking back, that last conversation I had with my mom, I said, I can't just turn that switch off, mom. You needed me more than I needed you. I know you don't have it. I don't blame you for it. One of the last conversations I had from her picking her, taking her, uh, picking her up from, uh, taking her to dialysis that morning was I said, I don't think you were a bad mother. I think you were a good mother. I think you had relationship problems. I think you were scared. I think you didn't have the tools. And I want to say this, man. I miss my granny dearly. 
She's been gone for 20, 2008, 23 years now. Only grandparent I ever had. My granny had no money. She didn't have hardly any material things at all. She, she lived to be 85, but she sat right there in that chair and waited on her kids to come visit her. She should have never kept me as much as she did. Grandparents have no business keeping the kids like they do. And let me tell you why. Because when they get in school, it's unrealistic that the, the teachers, the students, the everybody is going to treat, if they go to daycare, is going to treat them like their grandparents do. It's not fucking reality. And that's why they have fucking problems. I didn't realize those things. I didn't realize that my mom put that burden on my grandmother. I'm talking real shit here. Look, we all talk good about people when they're gone. And we talk shit about them while they're here. I love and miss my mom. I don't think she was a bad person. But through educating myself and through experience and through accountability, I'm talking about real shit. This is why I'm not about my grandkids being babysit by us all the time. They need to go to daycare. Because daycare is not going to treat them like I do. They're not going to be partial to them. They're not going to be favoritism. And again, there's a lot of families like this. And most of those families will never leave their perimeters. They'll stay right fucking there. And that's why most of them will never get out of that fucking rut. They think that it's an advantage. Let me tell you this. Anybody listening. Anybody that's extremely undisciplined. It does, your family doesn't have to have money, a lot of resources and material things for you to be enabled. A lot of families that struggle think that the people with money, middle working class to rich, they think that they're the ones that are spoiled, which may be true to a certain extent, but they don't identify themselves that way because their enabling is in a different way. Their enabling is making them not get a job. Not giving them deadlines to move out. Not making them pay bills. Taking care of their fucking kids while they can do whatever. Not making them be responsible. There's uh, so many forms of enabling. But I realized my grandmother did that because my mom was the baby and she didn't want her to leave. I'm pretty sure my aunts have a different story on that. They probably agree with me. But as a young man, as a child, as a teenager, I wasn't going to hear shit about my mom. You see what I'm saying? These are things I figured out later that me and my mom disagreed on. If we got into it, she thought I should take her side just because she was my mother. And sometimes I sided with my aunts. Y'all hear that? I was like, mom, you're fucking wrong. You're wrong. You know you're wrong. It was very frustrating. Look, that's why I'm big about say it while the people are here. Because maybe they can correct it. And by correcting it, they'll have a more fulfilling life. I didn't I don't I don't care who it is. I care if who's right. I, I'm about what is right. Not your version of right, not your fucking religion, not your traditional ideas. You know in your soul. If you question what you follow then it's not sincere and it's not genuine. But that's not what we do. Mama said it, so we should do it. The church said it, so we should do it. Most people don't eat most, not all, 
don't even fucking know what they believe or follow. They just do it because that's what they're told to do. So I ask people, what's mother? what role does our mother play in our life? Do you think it's healthy that people are supposed to never leave? Do people, are people supposed to call? I see these little things floating around. I call my mother for everything. I'm not sympathetic to that. Look, I look back. I wish my mom would, look, my mom was in fear of a lot of things. This is just not my story. I think other people have stories out there like this. But they were taught you're not supposed to say it because it's disrespectful. No, man, my fucking mom made a lot of shit hard on us. No doubt. I was good at BMX at a young age. There's things I could have got involved in. I had to fucking quit because she couldn't drive. And she relied off my stepdad or someone else. And then they didn't want to fuck with it. So I just stopped going. There's no telling where I could have went in BMX if she would have drove. At the time, I looked at it like a young a young man. Is If my stepdad don't want to take me, he's the dick. See what I'm saying? Y'all follow me? He's an asshole. I get older, educate myself, look at my life. Now, I taught myself every fucking thing by myself. I look back and I go, no, nah, you should have drove. But people kept doing it for her. Any man she was with, my stepdad, my dad, my aunts. By the time it rolled around to re- me and my brother, when somebody asked me one time, was I in- her enabler? I said, I don't have no choice now. It's too late. And I want to remind people. I became the man of the house at 13. I moved out at 16. I never moved back in. I moved back in one year in my late 20s, but I moved in with the whole family and moved all of us in together and I paid the bills. So no, I'm not sympathetic to that. And I, I look, I don't think, I, look, I don't think, them, look, most definitely anybody that takes care of that kind of shit, it may have took us longer in life to get to what we were supposed to be doing. Like for me, what I did the first 25 years of my adult life wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I've worked hard my whole fucking life. You're always going to get questions when you make a change. You're always going to get fucking criticized when you do something different. And when you usually get criticized, it's because people actually think that you might fucking make it. And they're trying to get in your head to get you to stop you. I don't think them people have... No, I know they have no advantage over me. It doesn't matter if they gave you a car, a house, cosign, college tuition, anything. It is skipping steps. And it is a good privilege. But I don't think they have no advantage over someone like me. You don't. A lot of people don't have no tools. Parents that do everything for their kids. And even if you discipline them, you're not giving them any tools to make it on their own. So let me ask y'all. When y'all say you can't make it without your mother, when you say you don't know what you'll do, what I mean by that is, look, I miss my mother dearly. I would love her to be here because we weren't done. But that's not up to me. That's not up to us. Would you? Would your mothers want to know that y'all totally fucking fell apart and you couldn't even fucking survive, that you couldn't pay your bills, that you fucking couldn't be a productive adult, that maybe you got on drugs, maybe you became an alcoholic, maybe you became unhealthy, maybe you become one of those or all of those? Do you think that your parents would want to know that? So parents, when you get ready to do everything for your children, remember this. Enabling is not love. I'm sorry, that's a hard pill to swallow for y'all. But if you really love them and care about them, 
You hurt their feelings early and often, and you give them the tools to do it for themselves. Every time we do something for somebody that they can do for themselves, the switch turns off and they think they'll do it for me again. No matter how much they bitch or how much they complain or how much they get pissed off, they're going to do it again. And you motherfuckers know they're going to do it again. So if I look back at my mom, yeah, of course, my mom never drove a car. She never rode a bike. She never swam. She was scared of everything. All the things she shouldn't have been scared of. But at the end of her life, probably the last, shit, five to ten years. So you can go back to her late 50s. She was such a fucking warrior because she wanted to be here for her grandkids and her kids. But she was barely hanging on, man. If she would have possibly been more disciplined when she was younger, she wouldn't have had to fight so hard on that end. That's a fucking truth. My brother will tell you the same thing. She's not loved any less. But she raised two savages. Even though me and my brother weren't raised together, again, the definition and the mission statement of this brand and this podcast. We never had, look, me and my brother got in a little bit of trouble younger. We fucking stopped. You know why? Because we knew she didn't have the money to get us out. We knew there was no dad coming. We were, we knew there was no get out of jail free card. We know there was nothing coming for us except fucking homelessness and barely making it. Not because she didn't care. Not because she didn't love us. Because she didn't have the fucking resources, man. The problem is with most people, they have too many fucking resources. A percentage of people do not take that for granted and they do the best with it. But most, most a, a large majority of people are going to push that to the fucking limit. They're going to push it to the limit to see how far they can go with it and then they're going to get their shit together. It doesn't have to be drugs. It doesn't have to be going to jail. Just like adults. If you have children, if you don't have children, especially if you have children, you live in your parents' house, we're not talking about a go-between. We're not talking about temporary. We're talking about you never move out. You know you don't pay your own bills. You know your parents or your mother, especially the mother, takes care of your kids. You know you got an in-house babysitter. You know she don't, whatever it is, that shit's passed down generation to generation. She don't want you to leave a lot of times. You know she don't want you to leave. So she'll put up with your bullshit. You are not a fucking adult. So what does a mother mean to us? Is a mother supposed to continue to wipe our ass when we're older? See, to some of y'all, y'all think that's funny. Y'all think it's cool. But I promise you, you can take some of you that have those advantages and think that, look, you could put us in the same situation. Y'all will fall apart. I mean, I see it all the time. I see it with people I know that I love. Some of them talk to me, some of them don't. Some of them I give a fuck, some of them I don't. Doesn't mean I don't love you. Just because you love somebody doesn't mean you need them in your life anymore. A role of a mother is not to continue to raise her grown children and her grandkids. It's not to continue to make excuses. And let me tell you another thing. This is very... A lot of people that have been married a long time, the women are raising the fucking men too. And you know what that goes back to normally? It goes back to the way their mothers raised them. A lot of a lot of men only got another mother to take care of them. A lot of men 
A lot of women pass those men off to get them the fuck out of their house or hoping another woman would raise them. It happened a lot in the past generations. But the thing is, those women that wanted to pass off those men, they created those men. They only got another mother. They wanted to cook. They wanted somebody to, to, to have kids, somebody to pay their bills, take care of everything, and somebody to fuck. It doesn't mean they don't respect them. That's why a lot of jealous with a lot of jealousy with old relationships and traditional um, uh, mindsets and traditional relationships is the men can do what the fuck they want, the women can't. Back in the day, I say back in the day, how many ever years ago, 40, 50, 60 years ago, it was at least understandable. If you bitches put up with that shit now, it's your fault. Because there's so many tools out there and so much help. If you get a guy like that, who's jealous, overbearing, mentally, physically abusive, or both, you know what you're getting. Just like you know when you want a bad boy and you end up getting a fucking criminal. You knew it. you just hoping it wouldn't go. You thought you could be the one to change that motherfucker. And it ain't going to happen. Nobody's going to change unless they fucking want to. And by the time you use a lot of these women back then, and even in my age group, by the time you change them, it wasn't even worth what you had to go through. It's just so much time's passed, you figure who's going to have you, who's going to have him. And he probably did everything he wanted to do. Because believe me, I know a lot of my fucking buddies and a lot of people I consider brothers. The only reason they don't leave their old ladies, the only reason their ladies don't leave them, one is for the paycheck. And their old ladies take care of twice, five times as much as they do. A lot of men didn't have to think. A lot of men brought home their fucking check and the woman took care of everything. They, they might have been a decent role model for, not, again, it's not everybody. You take, again, I'm just going to put this in there. You take this how the fuck you want to. If you take it personally, then I don't give a fuck. Fucking take it. Let it stick. No, no apologies. You fucking either feel like it applies to you and your fucking family might be your parents or it don't. Hey, go fuck yourself. I don't care. It's just the way it is. Because I know who it applies to in my family. We don't want this person to be our dad. We don't want this person to be us. We don't want this person to be our grandfather. But it, while I'm saying this, whoever pops in your head, it's fucking them. How do you think they got away with it? Fucking 23, the fucking woman's 13. It's just the way it was. That shit don't fucking fly now. You had the motherfuckers under the jail or dead. It's because they wanted someone else to raise them. And if they got them pregnant at a young age... They weren't going anywhere. They're uneducated. That, that, that shit, barefoot, pregnant, and in the kitchen. It was fucking true. I think women deserve way more recognition. I absolutely do. But women, you have to, at this day and age, I hope y'all still not falling in that trap. Getting manipulated. It doesn't mean that men don't get a bad rap. We'll talk about that later. We're talking about Mother's Day. We're talking about mothers, the role they play in our lives. I just said it in the previous podcast. There's nothing more than a mother's love. There's nothing stronger. There's nothing more sincere than a mother's love. No doubt. Man, I want to give my mom a hug again. But there is nothing more destructive and enabling than a mother's love. Because I want to remind you mothers. You can't save your kids from their consequences on everything. You cannot change their fate. You cannot do their time for them. You cannot make them work. You cannot make them pay their bills. Again, let me back. To, let me go back to that again. You cannot change the fate of their consequences. As much as you would like to. It doesn't matter how much you pray. Praying helps. 
it isn't going to change the outcome of their actions. It's called free will. We need to give mothers more credit, but mothers, you need to quit making excuses and quit enabling more. If I go back again to my mother, I didn't know at the time that I was pulling away from her. And I look back now, I want to dive more into this later. If I would not have, I love my mom. I miss her dearly. My mom would have ruined my life. And she had not hardly any money. My mom lived off of peanuts her whole life. We are who we are because we got out on our own and we figured it the fuck out. I will say this just, just for people who are in question about this, no matter what you think about us. I'm glad nobody came to my rescue. I'm glad nobody came to save me. I'm glad I didn't have the excuses. I'm glad for whatever reason I decided just to get out on my own. Doesn't mean I didn't hit no stumbling blocks. Didn't mean it didn't take longer. But when you know that you don't have a bailout plan, when you know that you can't go back home, hey, let me say this. A lot of times the places my mom lived in, me and my brother couldn't go back home. It wasn't even an option. One bedroom efficiency. I'm not embarrassed at that. I am who I am for a reason. Y'all got too many options. So when you got a lot of options and you have a lot of resources, you'll tend to fuck up more. This is why we're so stomped down on shit. And this is what I preach. And this message doesn't change. It doesn't matter who's got to fall off, who's got offended, who gets their feelings hurt. We need to respect and honor our mothers. It doesn't mean we can't tell them they're wrong. I had a lot of conversations. Me and my mom could sit here and watch four hours of concerts together. At the same time, I had no problem telling my mom, no, you're fucking wrong. Yeah, we'll talk about cussing later, too. I'll do a whole thing on that. A lot of people don't like cussing around their mother. But they're okay with doing a lot of other shit. Not working. Not paying bills. Mooching. Stealing. Not moving out. Losing jobs. So shut the fuck up about what you think about respect. We'll do a whole thing on respect later. Women are the backbone of this world. There's a reason child support set up. Again, that's another podcast. It's because most men didn't take care of their responsibility. But women, ladies, people like myself are pleading with you. Don't enable. Please. Give them the tools to do it themselves. Let them get pissed off. Let them get mad at you. Let them get threatened. Let them continue to threaten you. Let them do whatever. Hurt their fucking feelings. Let them threaten you with them and your grandkids if they have to. You might be saving their life. Let me ask you this before I go. When people say, I don't know what I'd do without my mother. You should know what you'll do without your mother. You should be heartbroken. You should be sad. You have to know it is part of life. Most of the time, our parents are not going to outlive us. That is one of the parents' worst nightmare. And there are people who live that every day. I never wanted to outlive either one of my children. I hope that doesn't happen. But with the situation I'm in right now, it's kind of like that. But let me tell you this. Wouldn't you want to know that you leave this earth knowing that they're taking care of themselves? Not money, not material things. You know, and you gave them the tools mentally and physically and discipline to take care of themselves when you're gone. Not, again, 
this is applies to so many podcasts. This applies to so many things in life. When we enable to that point, you may think it's none of nobody's business. And I'm going to drive this home as much as I need to. Because I never know when somebody hasn't listened. You may think it's none of nobody else's business. You may think it's none of our business. Whether it's a sibling, whether it's you, whether whoever it is. You may think that you may not even want to get involved because your parents do it, your mom does it, whoever does it. If that person passes away, you need to ask yourself, is it going to become your responsibility? With them, their children, finances, whatever it is. Because if you don't speak up to the matriarch, to the fucking elders, to your mother, to your father, to your parents, whoever it is, then that problem is going to become your problem. You may not have created it, but you contributed to it by not stepping up and fucking intervening and letting your fucking parents be mad at you. Ask yourself sometimes. If if some besides your folks, maybe parents, if people people that you're related to, would you even fucking like them if you weren't related to them? When you get ready to defend them. <laughs> Because I know some people I wouldn't be. And I've been vocal about that. It's like, I wouldn't even like that motherfucker if that was, I wasn't related to them. It doesn't mean you have to do shit. So, before I go. All you beautiful ladies in the world, inside and out. We appreciate you. We value you. I do feel like y'all the backbone of this world. Doesn't Hey, I'm going to get on my spill on Father's Day. Go back and listen to my past Father's Day stuff. But there's no more crippling and enabling of especially men and boys than women in this life. See, everybody else gives the other Mother's Day spill. Which is nothing but mushy, gushy, all of this. Doesn't mean we don't love. I love my mom as much as you do. I love my mom for what she wasn't able to do. I never seen my mom do drugs. I never seen her fucking bring men in and out of the house. I never seen her abandon me. I seen her work two or three fucking jobs. But she gave up early in life after my dad was killed. I didn't realize that at the time, but I realize this now. She surrendered. And because she surrendered, she made our life more difficult. And we had to deal with it later. We did. If I had her back right now, I'd still do it because I don't have a choice. But if I had the tools now that I did then... I'd have been in her ass by driving. You know, I can't remember going on vacation with my mom. I can't remember going to a water park. I can't remember going to Six Flags, her riding a ride, going swimming with her, going to the beach with her, besides me taking her. Remember, y'all used to your parents doing shit for you. I did shit for her. Because she just didn't have the tools. And my grandmother had a lot to do with that. That's the truth. As for me, I did all that shit with my kids, regardless of how they turned out. I do all that shit with my grandkids. Do I blame her for it? No. It's generational shit. My grandmother may not have known she was trying to keep her where she was at. When my grandmother died, she fucking fell apart, man. She Between my dad and then then, she got two or three other marriages. And my grandmother, she never fucking quite got it together. I looked at that and thought, I love them, but I don't want to be like that. But what we do as individuals, we get offended when people say things like that. 
Because it's the fucking truth. Y'all not mad because of what was said. You're not fucking mad because it's somebody attacked somebody. You're mad because it's fucking true. I could have helped change her life in so many ways. I didn't understand it then. I got older and thought, why don't my grandmother drive? From her generation, born in 1913, 14, I get it. Mom born in 50. I mean, when I was 10, she was 35. That was like 1985. I don't get it, man. And because of that, we had to quit shit. We had to walk. Sometimes we didn't get to have jobs we wanted. We didn't get to go on field trips. And you know what? We're still not the fucking victim. This list can go on. Anybody's listening to my past podcast? I had to deal with everything in my mother's life. I had to deal with a lot of shit. And still, here I am. So, when y'all come to us, and y'all fucking, what I mean by fall apart... We're talking about fall apart over basic shit. First world problems that you should be able to fucking handle. So I, I'm not sympathetic that y'all can't handle it. All I can think of is your mother or parents, probably mother, must be handling it for you. And here's another little side note. I know this for a fact. A lot of mothers do this behind the father's back, whether they're with them or not. I don't know if you want to be the favorite parent or what it is, but a lot of times it's because you don't like the, the, the mother and father are, are at such odds and they, they're they so toxic and they can't stand each other. One, they're trying to play good good guy, bad guy, good cop, bad cop. Be the fucking bad guy. Piss them off. Because I know a lot of this. There's some of y'all listening to this even know this. The truth of it is, you go behind, the person in your house, you go behind their back because you think they'll love you more. Understand this, every time you do that, you're going to continue to do that. And you do it because you don't respect that other person. You know what my a lot of my buddies do, the men? They ain't going to do shit about it. They're going to bitch, talk shit, cuss, yell. They ain't going to do a goddamn thing. They're going to stay because that's all they know to do is stay. They stay because their religion and traditions and the elders told them that. And they defend them so they can keep them with them. So what some of you women continue to raise men, children, the man child. Maybe you should just keep them with you forever and don't get a spouse. Don't get anybody. Men, savage the fuck up. Put your fucking foot down. Women, don't let these men fucking manipulate you. Don't let them mentally or physically. It's a known fact. Go look it up. Go talk to a professional. No one can no one can run a life, especially a boy's life, quicker than his mother. A mother's love is good. A mother's love is genuine and authentic most of the time, unless you don't have a connection with your kid, which is very strange, very rare. But it's very toxic at times, too. But nonetheless, we appreciate you mothers. It doesn't matter if this offends you. I don't care if your mom's 30 or fucking 80. If it applies, then you let that... Lace that bitch up and wear it. I'm sorry. Just because you're older, you don't get off the fucking hook. You want generational curses to change? You want shit to change in the family? This is how it fucking starts. Being fucking real. Holding yourself accountable. Holding them accountable. And being fucking honest. Happy Mother's Day to the women around the world. All you beautiful women. Thank you for what you do. Stay humble. Live savage. Love y'all.